I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Post Game. My name is Bill Matsumi, Director of Fun and Games for the evening. I, yeah, man, that was a frustrating game. Um, first and foremost, especially in the third period, Roberto Luongo. Uh, I thought the Flyers came out really well in the first 10 minutes. Uh, good start, but didn't get a goal. Um, you know, Penalty kill falters. Folan probably backed up a little too much. At first, I thought Folan made the right play, uh, waiting to challenge, and then I saw he had plenty of help. Uh, it wasn't like if he gets beat, he was uh, he was hanging anyone out to dry there. So he probably could have stepped up, and that's really all there is to it. Two goals against. Um, man, the Flyers just really I, – I can't say they, they, they were playing poorly – for the majority of the first two periods, they just couldn't get anything going. It was, they just couldn't seem to establish any momentum. They couldn't seem to beat, man, the, the freaking, uh, the Florida Panthers looked like the 96 team that went to the cup, just trapping and scrapping their way uh, to a two to one win. Um, it was just, they, they took the Flyers entries away and couldn't, uh, they just couldn't get anything going. Flyers weren't getting pucks deep, couldn't get nearly enough shots on net. Only 14 shots through two periods. What did they end up with in the third? I know at one point I saw they had 13. Uh, let's see here. Uh, they had 31 total. So, yeah, decent decent shot total in that third period. But uh, they just – they need to be able to create offense when things aren't clicking. They need to be able to, to just just really get greasy. And uh, what was it? Yeah, 17 shots in the third period only – yeah, yeah, 13 through the first 40 minutes. So just not enough. Just weren't really able to create enough. I thought defensively they did a decent enough job keeping the um keeping keeping the Panthers to the outside. Um Brian Elliott pretty good again. I think the one goal maybe he could have had, but it's through um you know, it's it's through Folan's legs it looked like the shot and just kind of a nice shot by Dadnov really more than anything. Uh, but I thought maybe he could have had it. But overall, a very good game by uh, by Brian Elliott, the times that the Panthers did actually put on some pressure. Because it's not – I didn't feel as if the, the Panthers thoroughly outplayed the Flyers. Maybe that was just the game plan to just, you know, uh, grind it out and get one or two and hope that's enough because you have Luongo and you're just going to clog the neutral zone. Uh, and that's that's what worked for them for the majority of the game. But – yeah, just couldn't couldn't get enough going. Uh, good push in the third. Way too many missed shots. The last I saw, the Flyers missed the net twenty times. Let's see what the actual uh, let's see what the actual total was here. Um, Flyers had thirty one shots. End about shooting the Panthers thirty one thirty. Where are you? Where is my game summary? I guess I should just open all of these in separate windows and have them ready to go. But I think people like seeing me get frustrated with the uh, with the box score and the website and everything. So I wouldn't want to take that away from all of you as I try to do this while we're live. Yep, 
clicked the wrong one again. All right, we'll come back to that in a second. I'm going to get to your questions because I don't have a lot tonight. I mean, uh, too many missed shots, just not enough. Not Just weren't able to break through the Panthers' D uh, early, and when they finally did in the third, weren't able to get by Luongo. Just just not enough. Uh, I, I, I don't have a huge issue with uh, with – with the way they played, I know a lot of people think uh, – I heard like, oh, they just didn't play the first two periods. I don't think that was it. I mean, they had a very good start. Um, the Panthers pushed back in the second half of the first, but it's not uh, – it didn't seem as if they were getting a ton of high-danger chances. It was just kind of shots from the outside. They got a few chances, and Elliot was very good on those. But, all right, let's see here. Missed shots. Ended up missing 22. So 31 on net. And then another 21 blocked and 22 misses. So, yeah, I mean, 43 attempts that never see Luongo, you just have to you just have to will those through. You have to find a way to get them towards the net because there were some opportunities, especially in the third, but when opportunities are so few and far between the way they were tonight, especially for the first 40 minutes, you got to make the most of them. Giroux with that open one-timer, I know it's he's trying to – it's not just, all right, I'm trying to put it on net. You're trying to hit a spot and score a goal. I get it. It's a lot harder than it looks. But you just got to do it. I, I, there's no other – you just have to make a harder – you just have to do something that's difficult. And I realize it's easy for me to say sitting here in my goddamn recording studio uh, made out of movers' blankets. But uh, you know what? Just do it. And that just, not just Drew, everybody tonight, just they needed to capitalize and they didn't. That said, uh, points in six straight, good pushback tonight. I'm not terribly disappointed because sometimes team teams lose games. Now it's all about the answer. A uh, really, really tough test on Saturday with Tampa. Let's see how this goes. All right, with that, let's open it up to all of you. Let's take your questions and comments. Let's get going here. Uh, penalties and turnovers, the end. Turnovers were, were, were definitely an issue, especially um, on especially on uh, the Panthers' side of the red line, between the red line and the blue line, really between the red line and the hash marks. Uh, just, not a, just not enough focus, not enough discipline with the puck. Uh, it needed to be simpler. I thought Ghost and Travis Konechny especially had tough nights with the puck. Uh, just Sometimes you just got to make the simple play. Win some, lose some. Don't slit your wrists, everyone. Lou was on his game big tonight, or big time tonight. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Luongo was great. Uh, you just need to challenge him more in the first two periods. And I credit Florida. They played very good defense. They had a good game plan coming into tonight. But 43 or was 43 attempts that never make make it to the net, not not enough. I only got to watch the last six minutes or so. Was it? I, I, it wasn't bad. They didn't. I don't think the Flyers played poorly tonight. I think Florida came in and played very strong defense. Flyers weren't really able to establish any momentum. Uh, got away with a lot of clutching and grabbing. I thought got a lot away. Uh, got away with a lot of like uh, off puck obstruction on the neutral zone entry on the new in the neutral zone and on entries. Which hey, if you're getting away with it, it's it's a good defensive strategy. So props to them for making it work. Um, not sure if it's a if it's a strategy that will work for them long term, but it absolutely worked for tonight. And the Flyers weren't able to battle through it. So absolutely, sometimes you lose, and that's what happened tonight. Uh, props to Florida; they came out with a good game plan. 
but it just seems like the opportunities were there and they could have made more of their opportunities in the uh, in the first and second. Uh, not a bad effort. I'm not mad at it. Luongo was a wall tonight, but the Flyers were buzzing really nicely. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, I like the effort at the end and everything, and it's just the first two periods. I, I don't even think the effort was bad in the first two periods or anything. I just you needed you needed to execute. You need to be stronger on pucks. You, you just it's just the little things. It's not turning it over at the blue line. It's just getting it to the open guy rather than forcing something. I thought there was they were just forcing way too much tonight. As much as I want to play puck possession hockey, carry it in, create from a create from the handle. Um, sometimes you got to get greasy. I, I thought there was an opportunity to get the fourth line some more shifts, especially in the first two periods because they were buzzing. Uh, their their shifts few, as few as they were. Um, they, they spent time in the offensive zone because they're guys who are just going to go in there and forecheck and win battles. Uh, even, you know, Latera, we always joke, uh, all-star along the wall. He's good at that stuff. And Lawton, he can skate, he's skilled, but he also has that grit to get in on the forecheck, win battles, create turnovers. Um, uh, all day Q Bell, he, uh, a couple blown assignments in the defensive end, but again, a good forechecker, someone, someone you, uh, someone you want out there. Uh, in that situation, and I thought that line was good in the first 40 minutes, and the other three lines could have done more of what that fourth line was doing, and I think it would have been beneficial. Uh, we need Nylander, I guess. I, JVR is coming back. I, I don't really know where you play Nylander. Depends on price. Uh, I, I don't see, I don't see Nylander ending up a flyer. Uh, that banking it in when the goalie is pulled is frustrating. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I, I again, I, I, but again, to Florida's credit, they they played a they played a, a a strong neutral zone defense. They really denied the Flyers. Uh, really denied the Flyers. The zone entries weren't really able to hit the blue line with a ton of speed tonight. And the Flyers did what they could. There, uh, I don't. When it's six on five, you also don't have a ton of room. Like that's yes, you have a man advantage, but it's not like it's five on four. Uh, it's you can probably do a little bit more to create uh, to create a pick for yourself or something to to enter the zone with possession. But Florida stymied that mostly all night. Really clogged the middle. Really took that away. So it's just a tough night. What was up that first power play? Power play is not good right now. It's um, I thought they showed positive signs on the first two power plays in um, the first two power plays against Chicago on Saturday, but uh, just they're they're just not creating enough. And that's this team is a good five on five team right now, and that's not something maybe they were able to hang their hats on in years past. But they're playing well at five on five. If their special teams could just pick it up a little bit, we could be looking at a good team here right now. And that's one of the frustrating things about tonight's game and the season as a whole is you see what they do well and it's something – like you see the pieces, you see there's a there's a foundation. Like if they could just build on a couple of things, this could be a very good team, but they just haven't put it all together yet. How many times has Wheel knocked down along the boards? We need a 3C. Wheel had a tough game tonight. Uh, you know, he's good in the face-off circle. He does some things, but I just 
he uh, he's one of the guys who could have just done the little things and played a simpler game tonight. There was a point where the puck – I can't even remember who had the puck, but it was in the third period. Uh, someone has it behind the net looking to center it, and Wheel is high in the slot. He's He wasn't stoned, I don't think, but he's, he's way too high up in the slot. Uh, he's just not in a dangerous shooting position, not in a position to make a play from, from where the puck was, and it was just like, what are you what are you looking at, bro? Where where are you where are you going here? Playing Lawton only twelve minutes when he continues to be one of the best players baffles me. Hack still has a problem with rewarding slash playing the players playing well. I wonder if there's just something to I wanted more for Lawton tonight. I thought he was a guy who really could have made a difference because he is one of the he's a guy with skill, speed, and grit. And he's a guy who can get into the forecheck and maybe break that uh break that D a little, soften him up, uh, put pressure on him. But I wonder if there is just something to – we want the the shot out of a cannon, Scott Lawton, for the couple of shifts every period we give him, and the only way to ensure that is limiting his ice time. I don't know. I thought there were more opportunities for him. I'm just trying to think of reasons why. Uh, and I think in the third we, we got a little bit of mix and match in the bottom six – and uh, they were just kind of getting a lot of different groups out there together, and we saw a little bit more of Lawton and everybody just mixed mixed and matched in the bottom six. So, yeah, I, I was a little puzzled by that tonight. But Limblom looked good again, created multiple chances. Yeah, it was uh, – that that second line was so – they could have been plus nine in the third period, that the uh, Patrick Limblom and Voracek line. They end up getting the goal and the good cross-ice feed – Jake, uh, Jake threads the needle for the goal, and uh, man, that line is so dangerous. And they're they're a line that can both retrieve and uh, you know they can get down low and win puck battles and all that stuff, and play with uh, and play with the puck, and enter the zone with the puck, uh, get puck possession, cycle all those things. I I could have you know could have done should have seen a little bit more out of them for the first two, but everyone was just uh, really struggled with that Florida D tonight, looked like. Elliott played well. He absolutely did. Um, they're just not – yeah, they're – you need to at least get a point out of tonight with the uh, effort for the Brian Elliott because the Brian Elliott wheels will fall off at some point. This is not a permanent thing, Brian Elliott playing well. After they fall off, he could rebound and play well again, but we know that – you know, every time Brian Elliott strings together a bunch of really good games, he uh, gets overplayed and gets hurt or get, just gets worn down or just gets cold again eventually, and you have to take advantage when he's playing this well. I wouldn't mind moving Simmons down uh, the fourth and Lawton on the third. Uh, it's it's worth considering. I, I really want to see Lawton at center, but he's been a good winger this year. Um, that said, I want to see what that third line can do with Wheel, Simmons, and JVR when JVR gets back because I feel like that does have the requisite amount of talent. And with Weiss playing the way he is, I really want to see um, – I mean, I guess they're just going to send NAK back to Lehigh Valley, but – I would really love to see Lawton and uh, Lawton Weiss and NAK until Raffle is back, but where chances are we're gonna get we're gonna stick with Laterra there, and and I'll see how that goes with him and Weiss on the same line. Not sure I'm too enthusiastic about that as much as both of them have been better this year, especially Weiss. But 
Yeah, we'll see how that goes. They're saying JVR could be back Thursday, if not Saturday. Uh, it's, it's good news getting some of the depth back. And, you know, a game like tonight shows it. If they just had uh, a little bit more of a sustained push from all three lines, maybe they could have got something going. Um, you know, it's uh, definitely – I'm still seeing positive signs. I have positives I can take out of this one. Um, if not for such a bad start, every loss wouldn't feel like a gut punch. Um it, we're all, it's already like, all right, eh, we're in November and it's already, they wasted so many games early uh, in October that, you know, losses like this kind of hurt. But in a vacuum, I don't think this is a bad loss. Hope JVR is back next game and is on power play one. He might have made the difference tonight. We talked about that a little on BSH Radio just last night. Um, in terms of what I want to see out of the power play when JVR is back, I want uh, JVR and Patrick in the middle uh, doing the double screen thing, popping either of them out, uh, just using their versatility. And I love uh, TK, but I want uh, Voracek back on the top unit. Um, I just think – I think Konechny was star- – I thought Konechny was starting to figure out uh, more his role – on the top unit in the Chicago game, but he's just not inspiring confidence in me right now with his decision-making. I know what Jake is. I know what Jake can do. I would love to see a top unit of, um, of Drew, JVR, Patrick, Voracek, and Gostas Bear. I think maybe that can get going. But regardless of who's out there, they have to execute. Uh, if you have Giroux, if you have Gostas Bear, your power play needs to be better than they are right now. They came into the game 28th. Uh, they didn't get a ton of opportunities. They only have one power play tonight. Not a ton of opportunities. Um, but, you know, another 0 for. Yeah, 0 for 1. It's not good enough, uh, regardless of who's out there. But I would love to see JVR on power play 1. I don't think it happens yet. Uh, but I'd be I'd be very much into it. That stretch at the end of the third when they just could not get into the offensive zone was brutal. It was, and it's just, it's a, you know, you got to get greasy. You got to be willing to go into the hard areas and everything. But it's also just, and I think they were. I think it was just kind of a credit to, to Florida executing their game plan very well. First 10 minutes of the third was great. They needed that effort for 60 minutes. If you play like that for 60 minutes, the chances are, you, well, first of all, you can't. Um, secondly, you'd be, ga- you'd be gassed by the third period and you'd probably be trailing like six to two because of all the, uh, all the turnovers that got taken the other way. I know we, oh, they need, I didn't think the effort was bad tonight. I think Florida just played very well defensively. Kind of game, that kind of game comes down to goaltending. Florida has a better one. I don't think goaltending had much to do with it at all tonight. Flyers couldn't crack the zone. They had... 13 or 14 shots through the first two periods. That has nothing to do with goaltending. Yes, Luongo was very good in the third. You you beat him once, and if you create more opportunities in the first two periods, you probably win the game. TK was forcing all night. Yeah, I thought um, Konechny and Ghost both had rough nights with the puck. Um you know, Provorov looks bad on that one turnover where he ends up taking the penalty, but terrible pass. He's left with uh, he's left with no option but to haul but to haul the guy down to stop the breakaway. I didn't think that was 
Uh, I didn't think Provorov was necessarily good tonight, but that play, I think, is more on Konechny. Just Konechny's decision-making right now isn't very good. Special teams is garbage. Why, with all the talent on this team, do they struggle so much? It kills this team when the PP can't capitalize. So sick of it. Not a bad game. Just want to see them address weaknesses that have killed us for years and years. I mean, the power play is supposed to be good. I, I don't know. I Drew and Gostas Bear out there, your power play should be good. Uh, I, I don't know what else could possibly be addressed. The players have to have to make a play. As much as I want to blame Knobloch, much as I want to blame Hackstall, score a freaking goal. I, like. Provorov just doesn't look comfortable, needs to change his stick, maybe who knows. You know, I thought for a while Provorov plays with too long of a stick. Um, but I, I just, I don't know. It's... Something mental? Is it still his shoulder from last season? I, he just doesn't look right. He just, yeah, just doesn't look comfortable. NAK looked good. Thought Laterra had a rough few shifts. Albeq Bell looked okay. I, I thought he had, I thought he had some miscues in the defensive zone. Couple of failed clears. Um, left a guy wide open at one point, but. You know, it's for a guy looking to earn ice time. I, I don't see. I didn't see anything that said, "Oh yeah, make sure you get NAK out there more tonight." Um, but I just thought the fourth line, overall as a trio, played pretty well, and especially in the first two periods, could have been used to uh, soften up the D a little more. Because, like I said, they are good four checkers. I just feel Lawton needs more ice time and playing with Wheel and Weiss would look good. I, I just want – yeah, I don't – I'm just not crazy about it. Um, there's just not enough skill on that third line then. I, I, I just – and JVR is coming back Thursday or Saturday, and he's going to hopefully take a spot on, uh, on, on that line there. I want to see what that line can do back at full strength for the first time, you know, um, ever because Wheel took that job um, after after JVR got hurt. So uh, I, I want to see what that line can do for a game or two before I make any changes. I don't think tonight warrants a ton of changes. I just think a couple of – I just think they need to execute better, whether it be, you know, just crisper passing or uh, shooting when they give you room to shoot. Uh, early in the game, um, Nolan Patrick had a, had a clear path to the net. And then uh, to chose to pass to Radko Gudis, who was, didn't have a good angle or anything, um, and just the pass created more options. I guess Patrick didn't have a ton of room on the play, but ah, take it to the net, see what happens, man. Um, hindsight being what it is, that might have been one of your best chances of the first forty minutes of the game, but you elected elected not to take it to the net, elected to pass, and it's a it's an easy save and a stop and a, and a line change. It's a stretch calling Elliot a great goalie. I don't think I've ever once called him a great goalie. He's a he's capable of playing really really well and then uh you know, he goes through periods where he's absolutely terrible. His timing's way off. He goes down very early and anybody with the ability to lift the puck 7 inches off the ice scores a goal. Um 
just the way it goes with him. You have to take advantage when he does play very well. Explain why Giroux gets eight more minutes of ice time than Patrick slash Limblom tonight. Because uh, he's he's Claude Giroux. He's what are you? Why wouldn't he? He's Claude Giroux. He's your best player. Your best player gets the most ice time. Claude Giroux is your best player. I don't I don't think that's I don't think it's crazy. I... Got to play Lawton. Feel like he could be one of those depth guys that wins playoff rounds. Lawton is a, is a very nice piece, and I, I I like what I see out of Lawton. I wonder, and I thought, again, for the third time, thought he could have had plenty of opportunities for more ice time tonight. However, I wonder if the idea is the shot out of a can in Lawton is the guy we want, and if we play him 15, 17 minutes a night, suddenly eh, it's not that guy. Um you know, I, I, I want Scott Lawton to succeed. I, I like him in the role he's in right now. On nights like tonight, maybe you find him a few extra shifts. But overall, I, I don't think it's crazy to say what has Scott Lawton really been throughout his career. If we're getting the best of Scott Lawton right now, let's keep him as is. The special teams are killing this team. Yeah, we talked about it last night on the show. Another thing. Man, if they were just getting average special teams, whew, they just had an average power play and an average penalty kill. They they'd be they'd be running away with this division right now. Like they're what eight seven and one with the, uh, what I'm guessing is the worst penalty kill in hockey after allowing another goal tonight and a bottom. But they were 28th coming into the game and they are 0 for one. So at best a bottom four power play and they're you know a 500 team. Uh, they need they just need something better than uh, they just need something better than what they're getting. I don't know how else to say it. Like the penalty kill has been dreadful for years. The power play has been trending downwards for a couple of seasons. Now they need to get this figured out because it is actually hurting the team. I didn't think we'd ever get to a point where five on five, they were good and the power play was hurting them. I didn't think that that would happen with this group, but here we are. They needed to take advantage of Elliott playing well and only giving up two goals. They didn't. Yeah, it's a tough night. They they didn't create enough. They were really stymied. Again, credit to Florida. Played very well defensively tonight. Really, really uh, just took away everything the Flyers were trying to create first 40 minutes, really. Uh, and not I wouldn't even say the first 40 minutes. The Flyers did a pretty decent job first 10 minutes of the first. Um, so it was really after that through the second that, that Florida just did an excellent job defensively. Can we just forget we have Raffle? Why would we do that? He's a very good fourth liner. He's going to come back and improve the fourth line. Uh, he's a better hockey player than Nicholas Albe Q Bell. Maybe if, if if NAK is lucky, he'll end up being Michael Raffle. Like that's that's what we all have to. The fourth line will be better when Michael Raffle comes back. JVR uh, will be a huge boost. They really need it. I don't think they really need a huge boost. I mean, they had points in six straight. They'd won five of six coming into tonight, and Florida's playing well and just won the game. Sometimes you lose. No, nobody goes 82-0. and 0. I wouldn't say they need a huge boost, 
But it'll be nice to have some of that depth that they were touting early in the season that they hoped they'd had. You go out and spend seven million bucks on a on a legit thirty goal scorer in the off season, and oh shit, four periods into the year he's hurt. It's it's tough, but uh, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he brings. Hope it doesn't take him too long to. Uh, get back into the swing of things you know how that can go sometimes you play really well because you're just nuts when you come back can't wait to get back on the ice and sometimes you're just rusty so I'm looking forward to seeing what JVR brings the team uh looking forward to seeing how they use them and I want to see him wheel and Simmons get some time together because I'm interested in the uh I'm interested in what that line could be um wheel didn't have an especially strong game tonight I'll be the first to say that, but I would like to see what he could do with that line back together. Because as good as Weiss has been, it's not he's he's best in a fourth line role. Um, you know, uh, ha- having a little more skill. As much as I like uh, Weiss's ability to get in on the forecheck and loosen up pucks behind the net and stuff, uh, it'll be nice to have just a little bit more skill, a little bit more scoring threat out there in JVR, and we'll see how that line clicks. Because you need more out of Wayne Simmons too. And I think with another offensive player out there, uh, it, it could open up some room for Wayne Simmons to get back to doing what he was doing earlier in the season. Uh, wasn't bad. Wish we got uh, got to OT, but I'll take this loss. Uh, now, if we could just consistently play with defensive pressure like we did in the first, that'd be great. Yeah, that was one of the things, Tiffany. That's a good. That's a good. Um, yeah, that's a good observation. Is that as good as um, as well as Florida played defensively? The Flyers were right there with them in the first, I thought, in terms of puck pressure, in terms of uh, I thought both teams were creating turnovers. It wasn't like the Flyers were just turning it over. I thought both teams were were just playing well defensively in the first period. Uh, Flyers got away from it a little in the second, and, uh, you know, they, um, Florida was able to capitalize a little, but they also, you know, get get the power play goal and everything. Um yeah, the, the defensive pressure I thought was really good. I thought some good tight checking. I thought they kept Florida to the outside for a majority of the game, really. Uh, just a couple of breakdowns. You know, you have the penalty, power play goal, and then Dadnall with a nice shot that, you know, maybe Elliott could have had. Folan probably should have stepped up sooner, but there's your difference right there. The Panthers' neutral zone trap was brutal, almost '90s Devils like. Yeah, I mean that's how the that's how the Panthers got to the cup in '96 was doing exactly what they freaking did tonight. So, yeah. Provorov looked bad all night. He he had a he had a rough one out there. He absolutely had a rough one. I thought the best play Provorov made was 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 uh was the trip to stop the breakaway. Honestly. Twenty three nineteen eleven would be a good line. I'm not trying to break up the the best line on the team right now. That's uh, I just have to believe the first line will be better. Uh, they'll, they'll be as good as they were the last couple nights, and that second line is really really good. And they're they're able to create so much because of their versatility, because of their size, their ability to all carry the puck, create with the puck. 
um, win battles. And I, I, I'm not trying to break up that second line anytime soon. How does Laffy still have a job? I wish I had an answer. I have no idea. He blocked a he blocked a shot with his face. That's that's two shit. He blocked two shots with his face. That's all. That's I. There's no other explanation for it. The penalty kill has been awful. Um, it remains to be awful. They have only four games. They've stopped. Uh, four games. They haven't allowed a power play goal yet this year. That's it. And they're all against, at the time, teams with terrible power plays. Is there anyone worse than Gudis at shooting the puck from the point? A guy with so many shots, it's unbelievable that so few things happen. Like, just pure luck, you would think he'd get a few more bounces, a few more deflections or something, but... My, I, for a guy who gets that many shots, you would think something would happen every now and then. But no, just usually a nice little glove save and a stop. At the end of the day, 15 minutes of strong offensive pressure isn't going to do it. I'm not blaming the refs, but I haven't seen that much clutching and grabbing in 15 years. Oh, there was a ton of obstruction out there. Don't get me wrong. I, I agree. I'm not blaming the officials. Uh, you know, some nights you let some shit go. Flyers got to fight through it. Dump the puck in and get in there and win a battle. Such is life. Um, but, yeah, there was a ton of obstruction out there going on uh, with, uh, with the way the Panthers were defending the neutral zone in their blue line. I feel like Florida played heavy defense throughout the whole game and got lucky breaks every time our boys went in the zone. They were so deep in the zone prior to them getting there. Can't win them all, but damn, that was rough to watch. Now, I enjoyed the first 15 minutes of this game, I would say, uh, thoroughly. I thought it was just a good, tight-checking game. Um, you know, Florida really, really slowed it down, especially in the second. Um, and then the Flyers have, have the flurry in the third, and it's just not enough. Uh, you just, yeah, Florida, they, 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 they played a very strong defensive game. Simmer and TK, poor decision-making consistently. I can't see why we'd keep Simmer. He's just way too streaky. Yeah, I don't think they're keeping Simmons. I, I'd be very, very surprised. Um, it would shock me. Uh, yeah, he had a couple, uh, I mentioned Ghost and Travis Konechny. Wayne Simmons just... Man, a couple of blind passes that were just turnovers, some some passes to nobody. It was just some poor – there were so few opportunities tonight. It just felt like they were forcing things, and it's it's just not going to work that way. Uh, yeah, it was just um, – the times they did have time and space, they just made the wrong decision consistently tonight. Uh, Chris Terrian said on post game, he's a believer of a believer of aggressive pow, uh, penalty kill systems and thinks the Flyers should sit back less on a penalty kill. Yeah, him and everyone else, uh, they 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 sit back far too much. They just give too much time and space. Uh, I, I especially the way uh, how soft they are in front of their own net. If the other four guys were out really pressuring the perimeter, 
and and just kind of making the guy in front, you know, irrelevant, that would be one thing. But the guy with the puck has so much time and space. I'll never, uh, I have, listen, I'm no X's and O's expert. And LaPerriere played a long, successful career in the NHL and was a damn good penalty killer. But uh, Jesus Christ, what are, I, I have no idea how they expect to keep the puck out of their net the way they uh, the way they kill penalties. And they don't keep the puck out of their net. It's a surprise when they do kill a penalty. Find someone who loves you as much as the Flyers irrationally love Ian LaPerriere. It's, it's, it's an... Uh, man, I don't want anyone to... You know, Ian LaPerriere, again, a warrior, a dude... One of the best hockey men who ever lived, as far as I'm concerned. You know, like a, a dude who clearly loved the game so much he would sacrifice actual brain damage. But Jesus, man, <sighs> keep the puck out of the net on the penalty kill. Would it be fair to say Gudis is the best D-man right now? Gudis is playing well. Uh, I can't, like... Best be, uh, I mean, even if it's inconsistently, when Gostas Bear makes a play, it's a dynamic play. Like Gudis, yes, he plays solid consistently, but it's not like he's. He, <coughs> it depends on what scale you're grading him on. Gudis has been very good this year, and he's a guy I was just praying could get back to being some semblance of who he was before the second half of last season where he was dreadful. And I'm happy to see it because I love Radko Gudis and I'm a big fan of his. Um, and he has been mate, probably their most consistent defenseman this year. Uh, and that's, you know, with the talent you have on the blue line, Gudis can't be in the conversation for your best. That's that. And that's as much an indictment of how inconsistently everyone else has played as much as it is praise for Radko Gudis. Bill, should they keep Limblom, Patrick, and Jake together for a while? That's the line I'm least interested in seeing any changes made to. Um, it's, it's Just leave the top six together and see what happens. Uh, there's going to be some moves made in the bottom six, and that is what it is. You're trying to patch it together, see what works. And you've had guys in and out of the lineup, guys in different roles, uh, you know, switching wing sides, moving wing to center, whatever you need, bringing up, you know, Albe Kubel from the minors. Corbin Knight even got into some yeah, – well, he played two or three games, didn't he? Um, you know, so there's going to be changes to the bottom six throughout the season. But I think there's an opportunity once JVR comes back to just give your top nine forwards – some real time together and let them just build chemistry and see what happens. Uh, I, I think that it, it's, it's, it's imperative that they do that uh, and just let it play out that way. Too bad Oscar hit that post. Kind of looked like uh, Luongo just tipped it with his glove on the broadcast a little. Wasn't totally sure if he did or not, but it looked like he may have just got enough glove on it to uh, direct it at the post, but hell of a shot by Lindblom. That's as much as I want to, you know, a loss hurts. Every, every loss sucks. You know, you, you watch for two and a half hours, whatever you, you want to win. That's why you're watching. You're rooting for the flyers, but you don't win every night. And they did create enough chances in the third to give themselves a chance. And Luongo was up to it. Uh, you need to be better 
You need to execute better in the first two periods. And you can't miss 22 shots. You can't miss the net as many times as you hit it. That's They hit the net 31 times, and they missed the net 22. That's um, too many. That's just too many. The whole effing show, Mr. Monday Night JVR. Hey, man. Got my blue meanie Phila effing Delphia shirt on. When G got cross-checked in the back, do you think Folan should have thrown a punch? Here's the thing. As much as I want to see responses to stuff like that, like, this penalty kill's terrible. Any penalty this team takes is probably going to be a goal against it. They're, they're under 70%, pretty sure they're at like 70.5, and they let one in tonight. So how do you – you can't hurt the team, you know? It's some, you're out there to win games, and taking penalties is a real impediment to winning games. If this was the, you know, Mike Richards era Flyers where they killed penalties and scored goals on the penalty kill, absolutely. But it's, it's, a, it's a tough line to walk right now. Elliot's problem in the league seems to know if he goes to the butterfly or whatever you call it, uh, they shoot high. Yeah, that's that's the when Elliot um, when Elliot's playing poorly, his timing's off and he goes down way too early. Uh, I think it was like best exemplified uh, the Nashville game early last year, where Nashville would just hold the puck, take one step in, Elliot would go down and they just shelf it. I think I think the Flyers lost six five, and I'm willing to say all six goals. Like we're over his shoulder. Um, it was it, 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 but right now Elliot's playing well, and that's what's disappointing when when you get a good effort out of the out of a goalie who's so streaky. Um, you know, you, you you'd like to see them at least get a point out of tonight. Florida played well. Florida deserved to win the game. Can't take anything away from Florida. Two teams play every night. Um, just gotta execute. I, 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 it's it's the simplest thing. Yeah, it's it's the most. There's no there's no analysis. There's no you don't need to be an expert. It's just you know can't fumble passes, can't miss wide open passes, can't pass to nobody. You just gotta go. You gotta make a play every now and then. You gotta just go make a play. I don't care what the system is. I don't care what what they're doing defensively. You just gotta go be better than them on, on a couple of shifts. Is Hack going to bench Provy for bad play? I mean, I doubt it. Let's, I mean, he's been playing poorly pretty much all year, and he leads the team in ice time, and no one comes close to him every night. He had another, yeah, 24-49 tonight. That's, yeah, so basically 25 minutes. Next closest guy is Haig with 21-55, Ghost with 20-56. Everyone else is in the teens. Um, I, I don't. I don't see it happening because he hasn't shown any willingness to do it. And honestly, Provorov's your number one defenseman. You got to let him play through it. That's just what it is. That's that's his role on this team, and he's just got to play himself out of it. Um, I, I I was saying to my I I don't remember if I said it in Slack or to my friends in a group message or whatever, but um, like a a two R a a two week IR trip just to let him clear his head just. Fucking go to the beach for a week, man. Whatever. Um, I don't. I don't know what the problem is. If he's hurt, if it's mental, if he's doing too much. We talked about it last night. Sometimes guys are just playing like shit, 
and you got to get through it. Um, this is the first time, like, I mean, we've seen it in individual games before. Oh, man, Provorov having a rough game. We, we've seen it in individual games before, but for a stretch of time, this is the first time things just aren't going right for Ivan Provorov. This is the first, and I think Charlie said it last night. It's just maybe, you know, he he needs to make adjustments to the adjustments the league has made to him. That's just the way it is now. Or maybe he is still feeling the effects of the injury from the playoffs. I don't know. I, I, and I don't know what the solution is. Maybe he just does need a, a, some time off. Um, I, it's, it's, it's tough right now. Limbaugh better than Patrick? I think they're just good together. I think those two have a complementary skill set, and Jake with them, it's it's a very good trio. I, I, I don't I, – Limbaugh's older. He's been playing professional hockey longer, so he's got he's got more experience, you know. So he's, he's closer to his prime than Nolan Patrick is. Is it time to finally call for Hack's job? I mean, what do you mean finally? It's been going on since, like, his second season here and hasn't stopped. Hopefully when JVR and Raffle return, the special teams will improve. Emphasis on hopefully. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's... JVR hasn't really had a shot yet. Now, like I said, he got hurt four periods into the season. Um, but like, I, I like Raffle as a penalty killer, but he's been on the penalty kill before. Um, I've seen more positive signs out of the penalty kill recently, but they're still not keeping the puck out of the net. And the only power plays they stop are inept power plays. So, uh, I think we should always – I knew – I heard – as soon as I saw – I heard that there was going to be a big main event tonight, and I thought that that was going to be the main event. I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to tell you what I what I saw if anyone else didn't see the comment, but I'm aware of what was going to happen. A dude that blocked shots with his face can't be that smart, right? Yeah, I, I, that was one of the things that always bothered me about how, oh, my God, the, the sacrifice Anne LaPerriere is willing to make. I mean, I respect anyone who puts their body on the line, especially for, you know, while they're wearing orange and black. More power to you. But that's not how you block shots. That's why you got hurt. Like, that's not how you block shots. Of all the ways you can go about blocking shots, that one is the way you definitely shouldn't. And that's evidenced by the fact that you got hit in the face twice. Uh, will Hextall make a serious move for Nylander? If so, what do you think it will take to get him? I mean, the, the rumor today was a top four defenseman and a top nine forward. So, I mean, what does that actually mean? Could mean Sanheim and Wheel. Could mean Ghost and Konechny. I, You know, it's... Uh, I don't think he will because I don't I, – I just don't see. I don't see him willing to part with what it's going to take to get a guy who, yes, looks like he could be a star, but he's a 60-point player, and he's a 60-point player looking for $8 million. I mean, the only – that's why – he's looking for Giroux money, and he hasn't earned Giroux money yet. That, that's – that's what we're talking about right now with William Nylander. That's why he's not signed and playing for Toronto. That's where the, that's why there's a possibility Toronto wants to pay him. 
because he doesn't have a contract and he wants more money than their GM thinks he's worth. I would love William Nylander, but I don't, yeah. OMG, just came home from the game. The music is so loud. I think one of my ear, eardrums burst. Wow, it was awful. So was the game. That's a lot right there. Why haven't they cut Neuvert yet? What's the point of cutting him? You got to pay him either way. Contracts are guaranteed. What, what's the point of cutting him? Uh, Lawton, as usual, played a solid game. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. You know, Lawton played well tonight. That's That goes without saying, uh, 100%. Um, I just, I, I'm having trouble criticizing Hackstall for using Lawton in a role differently than the only role that he's had consistent success in. That's what I'll say. Uh, I thought there was a chance, again, to get him more shifts tonight, but overall... This is the first time Lawton has looked like, for a stretch of time, a a real solid NHL contributor, and I, I'm hesitant to criticize Hackstall for wanting to get away from a formula that is finally actually working for the kid. Now, is it maybe just that he's finally in his prime, finally comfortable, finally uh, just ready to contribute at this level, and he deserves a bigger role? That could be too, but I, I, a month into the season, I'm not ready to say, you know, Scott Lawton for the top six, you know. Uh, and I know that's not what anyone's saying tonight. And, uh, again, I think you could have found him more ice time. But overall, it's not something I'm – of all the things I'm ready to jump down Dave Haxtell's throat about, and there's 900 of them, that's not one yet. Could be, but not yet. Bill, what causes more emotional pain, the Flyers' penalty kill or the Eagles' defense on third and long? Here's the thing about the Eagles. If you watched Nick Foles play the game of his life and beat the uh, you know greatest dynasty in the NFL's history um, and didn't think there'd be repercussions, shit, man. I'll give up every third and 19 for what happened last year. The Flyers have never given me anything, and so that causes me nonstop emotional pain. At least the Eagles have given me something, and it was one of the best things I've ever experienced. Um, personally, professionally, whatever, just in sports or otherwise. Uh, you know, the Flyers are just constant pain, and I'm forced to watch it. If I don't want to watch an Eagles game, I, I don't have to. That said, I watch every single Eagles game. Not like I can turn it off. Uh, but I guess if I really wanted to, I could turn it off. I need to be able to come here and talk to all of you, so I have to watch the Flyers and the constant failure, knowing that when they go to the penalty kill, there's going to be a goal scored against them. That is far more painful. I don't think Lawton deserves top six, maybe more five-on-five five time. Uh, Third-line center, he's playing a lot better than Wheel. Not sure what he's doing. Uh, we were also excited once upon a time. I'm still happy with, I mean, this team overall right now. Uh, they need to execute and do some things better, but I'm not. Uh, considering where I was a few weeks ago, I'm seeing so many more positive signs uh, out of this team that they're they're far better than they were at this point last season.
All right, guys, I think that's about all the time we have for you on postgame tonight. Uh, it has been real. That was, uh, that was a game, huh? I mean, some good stuff in there, just not nearly enough. And uh, now, it's, now it's on to the real test. This is the game we've been waiting for. Flyers have absolutely just been playing better hockey, even with the loss tonight. Uh, they've been playing better hockey in the last couple of weeks. And now the real test comes on, uh, well, first, I guess you have the Thursday game. I, what is, what the hell is, I keep, I'm so off with my days right now. I keep thinking, uh, keep thinking it is Thursday, but no, that would mean I have to work tonight. I don't have to work. So that makes it, that makes it Tuesday. All right, so they have the Devils. They have the Devils on Thursday, and then and that's a that's a winnable game. So we'll see how that goes. And then they have the real test on Saturday. I will be here with you following both games. So make sure you are here for post game. Uh, be sure if you're not already subscribed, check out our podcast feed. Search Broad Street Hockey on pretty much anything: iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, all that stuff. Or go right to broadstreethockey.com slash radio, and all of our content is right there as well. That's it. All right, my name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody. Hey, guys, this is John Stolnes from The Good Fight and the Phillies podcast, Hittin' Season, where I talk to Phillies beat writers, broadcasters, and fellow Good Fight bloggers, as well as national baseball writers, and the occasional interview with Matt Klintak and Gabe Kapler. Also, you'll get continued success, a Phil's podcast hosted by Justin Clue and Liz Rocher covering all things Phillies, and The Dirty Inning, a hilarious podcast hosted by Justin and Trevor Strunk, looking at the very worst innings in Phillies history. Make sure you are subscribed to The Good Fight podcast feed.